Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people it gives me a lot of hope if you liked locatora before you're gonna love season nine subscribe to our show and you'll see why locatora is your prima's favorite podcast listen to locatora radio as part of the michael Cultura podcast network available on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts carol g juan gabriel christina aguilera what do these three have in common you mean apart from impeccable style, chart-topping canciones, and drama? Facts, yes, all of the above are correct. But most importantly, they're some of the biggest Latin icons in the world. And they're just a few of the game-changing Latin stars we're covering in Becoming an Icon Season 2. Listen to Becoming an Icon on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast to start listening. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Get right to the romance and find the way to wow this Valentine's with 1-800-Flowers.com. From classic roses and bouquets to decadent chocolate-covered berries, gourmet treats, and more, surprise your Valentine with 1-800-Flowers.com. Right now, get the 18-stem Enchanted Rose Medley for $39.99 or upgrade to 24 red roses for $10 more. Go to 1-800-Flowers.com slash tune in. That's 1-800-Flowers.com slash tune in. Thanks for listening to the Herd Podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday from 12 to 3 Eastern, 9 to noon Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and FS1. Find your local station for the Herd at FoxSportsRadio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching Herd. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. What up? Welcome in. This is the Herd. Wherever you may be in, however you may be making this part of your day, thanks so much. I am Doug Gottlieb. Filling in for Colin Cowherd. 
on the iHeartRadio Network, Fox Sports Radio. No TV, so that means it's Naked Wednesdays. So it is Naked Wednesdays. No, not me, for you. You can be naked watching, listening to the show. Uh, we got a lot to get to. The Nuggets beat the Jazz last night, and while that's probably not going to be the most watched series, or when the lot watched Game 7, it was very telling, and... Um, uh, I, I think, you know, what we saw last night does play into the rest of the NBA playoffs. Also, it's why there's an alarming stat about James Harden as he gets ready for Game 7 tonight. It's not just about his Game 7 stats in the past. It's his fourth quarter and overtime stats. I'll tell you what I believe is behind that. Um, Jeff Benedict's going to join us in an hour and a half. He's the author of a new book that, believe it or not, your boy Colin Cowherd told me you got to read this book. He is reading it. It's about the Patriots' dynasty, what many believe is the end of the dynasty, the breakup of Belichick and Brady. Joel Klatt will join us as we have renewed energy, renewed energy in regards to the Big Ten possibly playing football this year. You have, if you're listening to us, you're coming off of listening most likely to Dan Patrick, also part of our Fox Sports Radio family, who said sources close to him told him October 10th is the date that they want to play football by so that the Big Ten can still compete in the college football playoff. Again, that doesn't mean it's happening. It just means that would be their target date. Um, And in um, 30 minutes, Ben Golliver is going to join us. He is in the bubble. We'll get his sense of everything that's at stake tonight for Houston, for Mike D'Antoni, for James Harden, for Russell Westbrook. And, oh, yeah, by the way, the Bucks don't want to go down two games none like the Toronto Raptors did last night. But let's start with the NFL. Let's start with Kirk Cousins. Right? In the Kirk Cousins is the guy who is most likely, by my estimation, to always say what would read as the right thing. Right? He does that aw gee shucks. <laughs> Doesn't he? It it's almost there's a little Russell Wilson to him as well, where, um, where it's like, did did you take a class on PR and somebody told you this is what you're supposed to say? Because he does have a tendency to say what the media would mo- most often tell you is the right thing. But many people in my position are using part of his quote to partially laugh at him, also laugh at some of the precautions we're taking in regards to COVID-19 and they're using it to make a bigger point, which honestly he doesn't actually make. If you read the whole quote, right? It is disingenuous to say that Kirk cousins by saying, if I die, I die. Right. Which is, you guys are familiar. It's a famous quote from a movie, right? You die. Dies, dies. Um, but what I I'm going to be okay. Even if I die, I die. I kind of have peace at that. That's what everybody's talking about, right? People are talking like so. Let me read the the quote. He was on with Kyle Brandt 
Uh, KB is a friend, and he's uh, on uh, Good Morning Football. He has a pod. On that pod, Kirk Cousins said, I'm not going to call anybody stupid for the trouble it could get me in, but I'm about .0001. So he is a little bit in denial of the actual numbers by anyone's estimation because that's not what the percentages tell you. On the other hand, if he simply said, hey, there's a very, very slight chance that if I get COVID that I'm going to get sick enough to actually have to be hospitalized or whatever. Now, look, some of this is a reaction to the CDC and their story that and their report that came out that 94% of people who died from COVID-19 died of comorbidities. So in addition to the fact that he's a professional athlete, he's in great shape, he doesn't have pre-existing health conditions, all of those his numbers might be closer to accurate than inaccurate. He goes on. I want to respect other people's concerns, but for me, right? That's the, that's his way of saying no disrespect, but, and when somebody says no disrespect, what comes out of their mouth? The very next sentence, something usually disrespectful, but for me personally, if you're talking, no one else can get the virus what is your concern? You could get it. I'd say I'm going to go about my daily life. If I get it, I'm going to ride it out. I'm going to let nature do its course. Survival of the fittest kind of approach. And just say, if it knocks me out, it knocks me out. I'm going to be okay. Even if I die, I die. I kind of have peace with that. That's what everyone's talking about. That's not the end of the quote. I guess not. I actually had to text a couple of my friends in the media who were slaughtering Kirk Cousins or laughing at, 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 at people who are protective of COVID, uh, from COVID-19, whatever. And because there's another part. Wait, he said more? He said more. That's really where I fall on it. So my opinion on wearing masks is it's really about being respectful to other people. It has nothing to do with my personal thoughts. Wait, what? What Kirk Cousins is saying is I'm not a high risk I'm not a low risk. I'm a very, very minimal risk. But you don't wear a mask simply because of yourself. You wear a mask because, by his estimation, it's about being respectful. The truth is it's a little bit more about being respectful. It's about not wanting to spread it to somebody who may have uh, some underlying health issues. Somebody who's elderly or, in Cousin's case, his kids. Now, is he totally educated on the virus? No. Sometimes education is a, is a very good thing. Sometimes partial education is not. This is, there's a lot to this, right? Like the, the Big Ten, it feels like overreacted to being really well-educated on it because there was a report that, it's not a report, there's the statistics that show you can, and you can contract myocarditis if you get COVID-19, and in an athlete, myocarditis can cause sudden death. No one wants that for anyone, let alone for an athlete representing a university. But what if you read part of the quote, it feels like he's telling you it's not even as rough 
on your body as the flu. That's what people who want to believe that it's some sort of media creation. Oh, it's 5G cell phone towers only, right? You, you heard that one? Like you heard all the different. He's saying, I don't think it's going to affect me. And if it does, I'm going to ride it out. And then he does the fake bravery thing. If I die, I die. But he goes back and essentially says, I'm going to wear a mask because it's not about me. It's about everybody else. Which is exactly how you should take it. Exactly how you should take it. you got to take it seriously and be a little bit over precautious. And maybe you don't value your own health or maybe you think I'm healthy as a horse. I'm going to be fine. But it's not about you. It's about everybody. Simple. Wear a mask and we get everything back. It's not that hard. But we're doing that thing we do in the media. This is not a you thing. This is an us thing. This is me talking group talk to everybody who I work with, who I've worked for. I've worked at three different places. We do it. Some of it we do because you don't have the attention span you know, to listen to, uh, uh, to to quotes in totality. Some of it we do because it doesn't make a good headline. A lot of it we do because we see gotcha moments and we just want to pound the gotcha moments, play the hits. But that doesn't make it right. My bo- Colin tweeted out earlier today, you mean to tell me a guy, essentially, you mean to tell me a guy that gets, try, that you know, puts himself in harm's way in football, is scared of a virus like he gets it. But again, that's only part of the quote. The rest of the quote is accurate, which is, it's not really about me. It's about everybody else. Essentially, Kirk Cousins is saying, I don't know if masks work or if they don't work. I don't think I'm really going to get sick from it, but I'll wear the damn mask so that everybody else feels good. Fine. I don't care why you wear it. You can wear it to be sarcastic. You can wear it to be cautious. You can wear it to be respectful. You could wear it for a million reasons. Just wear a mask. It's not that hard. And if you don't have a mask, as I lose them all the time, pretty much any place you walk into has them and they'll hand it to you. You couldn't make it any easier for people. This is like the voting thing, right? Like, I love the fact that we're creating more and more avenues for people to vote. If you don't vote, like, this is on you. Last presidential election, I was not I was not registered to vote. The day of the election, I registered to vote and voted. Twice. Kidding on the last part. <laughs> but we're gonna we're gonna half of us are gonna vilify. Kirk Cousins, half of us are going to vilify scientists and doctors saying, see, Kirk Cousins, professional athlete, smart guy, not a scientist, not a doctor, definitely not an infectious disease expert. Actually, just as, you know, I don't really think it's going to affect me. If I get sick, I get sick, but I'll wear the damn mask because it makes everybody else happy. Fine. Right? Don't care why you wear it. I don't care. Just do it. It's like voting. I don't care who you vote for. Really don't care. Just vote. But but this is 
a good portion a good portion of so many stories having to do with the pandemic. You know, the Big Ten and people, you know, wanting the Big Ten to play football and the idea of the Big Ten presidents being overreactive, overreacted, that they had overreacted to a, a store, actually a report from real scientists and real doctors about something that could happen to their athletes. But Kirk Cousins was asked to elaborate. He did. And while he doesn't believe that he could truthfully get sick or let alone die, because if you did, you wouldn't say that. And nor has he really dug into the idea that like a good portion of COVID-19 and the dangerous aspects of it is not just whether or not you could die. Like we have this tendency to go like, well, you didn't die, so you're fine. No, I mean, it can do massive damage to your lungs. Maybe not Kirk Cousins. But there are people that have lingering and will have a life of, of lung issues from it. But that's not even the point. The biggest point, most important point is we're doing that thing that we like to do in the media, and it's not a you problem, it's an us problem. We're taking a portion of a quote making it into an, a gotcha moment. Kirk Cousins doesn't fear the virus. He doesn't want to wear a mask. He doesn't think the masks actually work. Even though at the end, he essentially says... <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Free samples free shipping, and our 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step and into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off at Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Juan Gabriel. Juan Gis. Selena. Selena. Celia Cruz. Azúcar. Carol G. La Bichota. Christina Aguilera. Ex-Tina. Just to name a few. We're serving the whole story. From rags to riches. And all the tea in between. I'm Liliana Vasquez. And I'm Joseph Carrillo. And we're the host of Becoming an Icon Season 2. Guess who's back in the house? And we're bringing you even more stories behind the world's biggest stars in Latin music. Certified Latin royalty. Consider us your star sleuths, your chisme besties, digging beneath los mejores éxitos to bring you everything you didn't know about your favorite Latin icons. Hey, you know what, my boo? You're my favorite icon. Aw, Joseph. Listen to Becoming an Icon, part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Nikki Glazer Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glazer Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glazer Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glazer Podcast. To start listening. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. 
I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. Wear the mask, if nothing else, to be respectful of other people. Fine. Coming up next, it's called a negotiation. And one successful NFL team called a star's bluff yesterday. That's upcoming next. I'm Doug Gottlieb. This is The Herd. Be sure to catch live editions of The Herd weekdays at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio, FS1, and the iHeartRadio app. Thunderstruck. Adjective. Shocked and amazed by the power of fun on Carnival. Riding Bolt, the world's first roller coaster at sea, Brian got thunderstruck so hard, his 93-year-old grandmother felt it 3,000 miles away in Nebraska and immediately booked a cruise. Hooray! Get thunderstruck starting at 289. Carnival. Choose fun. Cruises are in U.S. dollars per person, double occupancy. Taxes, fees, and port expenses, additional restrictions apply. Full details on Carnival.com, Ships Registry, Bahamas, Panama. Doug Gottlieb in for Colin. This is The Herd. Thanks so much for making us part of your day on a uh, Wednesday hump day. What day is it? What day is it? It's hump day. What, what? It's that great commercial with the camel. You guys know the camel hump day commercial, right? Remember when we used to have jingles? Whatever happened to jingles? Um, I saw this story, and uh, I-, I thought it was interesting. Alvin Kamara is expected to practice today with the New Orleans Saints. Now, Kamara's been doing the hold-in, right? The hold-in is the sleep-under of NFL negotiations. You guys know what a sleep-under is? Okay, a sleep-over, you go over to somebody's house, you throw in a movie, you get a bunch of snacks, you play video, they play Fortnite, they text friends, they IG live, they Snapchat everybody, they stay up super, super late. They annoy the hell out of whoever parents have them doing a sleepover if the parents pay attention to them. If not, the parents pay no attention, they don't sleep at all. Then they come back to you the next day, crazy, crazy, cranky and tired, too much sugar, not enough sleep. They end up not liking each other at the end of the day because somebody, no doubt, is an early riser and wakes somebody else up. You know, it's the sleepover. I, I used to have sleepovers all the time. Sleepovers still exist. The sleep under, sleep under, is when, and this is the, we do this with our kids all the time, which is you go over to somebody's house, you hang out, you swim, you play, you watch, play Fortnite, do all that stuff, and then, like, 
9, 30, 10 o'clock, we'll come pick you up. You sleep in your own house. And then if you want, the next morning, we'll take you back over there and you have breakfast together. Sleep under. Hold in is, hey, I want a new contract, but I'm not going to not show up. So I don't miss meetings. I know what's going on. I just want a new deal. And this is a way of not making you look bad, having to report that I'm not there. I also can't necessarily get fined. I'm getting all my treatment. I'm getting some of my work in. I'm just not going to go run around, catch passes, run the risk of getting injured, injured, contact, non-contact injury, right? That's the hold in as opposed to the old school. I ain't showing up. Call my agent if you need me. Hold out. Pay me my money. Show me the money! Show me... Okay, you understand the difference hold out and hold in? Okay. So Alvin Kamara is doing the hold in. And there's some negotiation there. And suddenly yesterday, Josina Anderson tweeted out that the New Orleans Saints are open to trading Alvin Kamara. What? Life comes at you fast. Right? And Though it's been reported that he didn't ask for Christian McCaffrey money, this is a problem with so many running backs is they massively, massively overplay their hand, right? Joe Mixon signed a contract yesterday. It's essentially a four-year deal. And Joe Mixon's deal is going to pay him uh, on the, it's, it's, you know, $48 million is how it reads, right? Four-year, $48 million contract. And the devil obviously is always in the details. He's going to get a $10 million signing bonus with a $1.3 million base for this year. So he'll make 11.3 this year, eight next year, eight the following year, 9.3 in 2023. So it's going to average out to about $9 million a year. Joe Mixon's a starting running back, a franchise back, a really, really good player. And that is well below what Christian McCaffrey made because he's not as productive as Christian McCaffrey. But it's getting long-term stability, getting life-changing, generational wealth as best you can with a, a, a declining market to be a running back. But what the Saints did yesterday was call his bluff. Alvin Kamara's bluff. And they've still kind of left it out there. Because at the end of the day, if you don't want to play football, if you don't want to negotiate in real good faith and understand that we we can't give you the ball, you're not the kind of, he was hurt last year, they won without him. He's a very good hybrid back. But he's not a bell cow. And you're not going to throw to him 100 times a year. And he hasn't stayed healthy long enough. Outside of, outside of the fact that he doesn't catch 100 balls and he doesn't rush for over 1,000 yards, he's exactly like Christian McCaffrey and deserves Christian McCaffrey money. And the only way to truly negotiate is to threaten to walk out that door or send a guy out that door, which is what the Saints did yesterday. Hey, listen, if we can't come to terms, it's fine. We'll find somebody who will overpay to trade to trade you and to give you what you might think is a contract that you're worth. But we're we're just not we're not speaking the same language. In a not so shocking turn of events, Alvin Kamara is probably going to practice today. My guess is they'll get a contract done. Although the Saints left it out there, trade still a possibility. 
somebody wants to overpay you and you want to negotiate as if you're Christian McCaffrey or you want to negotiate on the plus side of 10 plus million dollars a year. We ain't doing that. Joe Mixon got nine. Probably reasonable to think that's about your range. Let's get to Ryan Music with the news. No, 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 no. Turn on the news. This is the Herdline News. Good morning, Ryan. What do you got for us? Oh, Doug, we have got so much to talk about. Let's start with some NBA from last night. Game 7 between the Nuggets and the Jazz went to the Nuggets, so they're going to remain in the bubble while the Jazz are headed home. And for the Jazz, NBA insider Chris Haynes is reporting their star player, Donovan Mitchell, and the Jazz will finalize a max extension when free agency opens in mid-October, according to league sources. Yeah, uh, and he was fantastic for the most part in the bubble, especially in the playoffs. Uh, What a wild turn of events, though, at the end of that game last night. If you didn't see it, if you didn't see it, the Nuggets were up two points, and they threw the ball in to their best player, uh, the, the, the Jazz did, that being Donovan Mitchell. Uh, and he struggled. He was nine of twenty-two, uh, but you know he they spun around into a double team. He lost the basketball. Yeah. The the Nuggets <laughs> come down on a three-on-one, get a get a layup, a contested layup, but a a layup. Tory Craig misses the layup. Yeah. The Jazz got it back, ran it up the court, and Mike Conley, in and outs a three-pointer that would have won the game. Yeah. Like it was. It anyway. was like it almost went through the bottom of the hoop and then somehow came back out. I mean, that's as close to actually well, making a three. That's what you call a good miss, but I mean, the, I, and I don't know if you guys saw, but Mike Malone, the head coach of the Nuggets after the game, they're bringing it in. Like, hey, next time we have a, a uh, uncontested fast break, let's not throw it to Torrey Craig because he's the <laughs> one who choked that layup. Uh, I don't know how Donovan Mitchell lost the basketball trying to spin out of that double team. I don't know how Torrey Craig missed a layup. Uh, but ball in the air, I mean, that, that's when it becomes a make-or-miss league. Both teams were absolutely gassed. But, like, look, Don Mitchell's worth that money. He's their franchise He's their franchise guy they want to build around. The, the question becomes, can he start to elevate everybody else on his team? That's going to be the challenge for him. Um, as, you know, Mike Conley is a huge contract and a pass-first guy, but he's got to make everybody else better because they don't have the overall talent. We'll wrap it up with some NFL here, Doug. Leonard Fournette was released by the Jags a couple days ago. Yesterday, he hit the waiver wire, and he remained there all day without an NFL team picking him up. So now he's a free agent. Uh, The news of today is that NFL insider Mike Girardi is reporting that the Patriots are not interested, and as well as head coach Sean McVay of the Rams. He was asked about signing the former number all over pick. Uh, he said he's a good player. We feel good about the guys we have in house, so we're not looking to add anyone. Yeah, this is this is probably one of those he should wait, train, and see who goes down or see who holds out. Right, like if a Dalvin Cook holds out and he can be a, a placeholder. I know he's very different. What's interesting about it, Fournette did catch seventy six balls last year, and if you told anybody that, they'd be like, no way, because yeah. you know, he's he's thought of as like an Adrian Peterson, like in. Uh, archaic I'm a thousand yard rusher he did have a very good year last year um, but he's going to have to play for probably league minimum for a year and bet on himself and so if I was advising Leonard Fournette don't make it about the money make it about the opportunity wait for a team that really needs a running back where you can come in and, and show what, what you have in the tank and that's Ryan Music with the news well, that's the news. And thanks for stopping by. The Herd Lie News. Uh, yeah, interesting night last night in the NBA. The Boston Celtics 
Marcus Marcus Smart hits five threes last night, and Kemba Walker with the Kemba step back to kind of ice the game or put him up three to ultimately win the game. And the Celtics now have a two games to none lead on the Toronto Raptors. Uh, where have I heard this before? Before Kawhi Leonard, this was kind of the story of the Raptors. Great in the regular season. I, I also have a thought, though, on the Celtics continuing to win with Kemba as their point guard as opposed to Kyrie as their point guard. Uh, Jimmy Butler said something which is really, really interesting earlier today, getting ready for game two against the Bucks. I want to get to that. Um, also, I, I feel like the Lakers are... And to a lesser extent, the, and to a certain extent, the Clippers as well. I, they're not only on a crash course because they're the two best teams, but they're going to face teams that are. Did you guys see the reaction to Jamal Murray? He was on with Scott Van Pelt last night, and he's like, "Well, you know, you got to play Thursday." And he's like, "We got to play Thursday?" Like, "Yeah, dude, you get one day off, and then you got to play." They're so tired. Ben Golliver joins us, NBA insider for Sports Illustrated. Um, how would you describe the level of fatigue between the Jazz and the Nuggets last night? No, I mean, they fell off the cliff, didn't they? It was high-scoring game, high-scoring game, high-scoring game. That entire series, they get to Game 7, and the final score looks like a halftime score, 80-78. to 78. I mean, you saw it in that crazy final sequence. The only way you can explain that final sequence, all the poor decisions, the mistakes, the turnovers, the missed shots, all of it, it's just all fatigue. I think it's all coming out in various ways. So, I mean, it was a thrilling ending, very chaotic. It was fun to see how excited uh, the Denver Nuggets were there to celebrate that. I mean, clearly that was sort of their championship. Uh, they got to turn around, like you said, in 48 hours and play a really good Clippers team that's a matchup night for, a nightmare for them across the board. Uh, I don't envy their position right now. If Houston loses tonight, do we even – does D'Antoni even bother getting on the on the team plane, or is it is, is it over with the loss? Oh, we've seen a few of those, haven't we? I mean, Alvin Gentry, Brett Brown. There's been a few uh, people who are like, you know, thanks for your service here at the bubble for two months, giving up all your family time and all that. Uh, see you later. I mean, the writing's been on the wall there for a while. We've already seen some rumors picking up with, uh, you know, his name being linked to other jobs. Uh, I would expect that to continue. Look, I think they're facing you know, bigger stakes than just about anyone except for maybe Milwaukee right now in terms of who's going to be in this biggest disappointments category. I think if you're Houston, you come into these playoffs with sky-high expectations, monster salaries, um, you know, having changed your team up midseason and needing to have those types of moves pay off in the short term. And if you lose to Chris Paul, the guy you traded away for internal reasons last year, I mean, that's an utter disaster. So Milwaukee, it's kind of a similar deal. I mean, they, they really are um, – you know, facing it all right now. If if they can't turn this series around tonight against Miami, I think there's going to be a lot of questions. Giannis, free agency, Coach Bud, uh, it, does he find himself, uh, you know, next to D'Antoni and those kinds of uh, conversations? All that stuff's in play right now. All right, let, let's let, let's stick for just for a second because I do want to get into Milwaukee. I want to get into Toronto and Boston in a second. I want to discuss the Lakers and the Clippers. Ben Golliver joined us, NBA insider for Sports Illustrated. Um, He's joining us, by the way, live from the bubble. Um, okay, so when we're watching on TV, like the juxtaposition of Chris Paul making all the plays down the stretch and Russell Westbrook making so many mistakes down the stretch, uh, it was just, it. I mean, alarming to see. Now, we would also contend Oklahoma City's super young outside of Chris Paul and, and Steven Adams, right? And they... They did have to mount that comeback in order to come back and kind of steal that win in Game Six. Um, what about what about Harden? I don't, did you see this stat that uh, 
that who gave us that stat that that's out there? Um, Kevin O'Connor from the Ringer had the stat: James Harden shooting twenty three percent from three in the fourth quarter and overtime uh, of games. I just in play in the playoffs the last five years. Is he tired? Is he tight? What what would you draw as the conclusion as to why Harden struggles in those key moments? Well, I think first thing, Houston should still win this series. They're the better team. They have uh, the best overall player in Harden. Now, he needs to show it. There's no question. They've won games easily in this series. They've lost all the tight games in the series. That's a little foreboding because you're going into a game seven expecting a, a tight game. Um, yeah, everybody's tired. Everybody's fatigued. I think with Harden, uh, part of it is that Dort's in his head. I mean, I think that Dort's done a really nice job guarding him. That, that series changed. You know, when Dort wasn't out there early, Harden looked so much more comfortable. And I think that he's more willing to defer because he's got a guy who's hounding them throughout a lot of this series. Uh, and he, he's more willing to give the ball up and, and let Westbrook do his thing. I got to say, we've seen Westbrook have these turnover issues, missed shot issues late in games over and over and over again. No one should be surprised by this, least of all the Rockets. I think it's inexcusable for them to be having the ball in his hands on that final possession the last game. I mean, not that you expect him to throw it straight out of bounds, but you don't necessarily feel like you're in good hands. I mean, his disappointment level was super high after that game. I mean, he, he was, uh, you know, struggling to even communicate with the media in his post-game press conference, just, you know, clipped answers and that kind of thing. But uh, I think that he's frustrated because he's been there before. I mean, it's been first-round exit, first-round exit, first-round exit, ever since Kevin Durant left. And to me, it does have to come down to James Harden reasserting himself, stepping forward, and uh, you know, getting himself a little bit more comfortable and, and forcing the issue. I mean, I think that ultimately a shot from James Harden, despite his percentages in a lot of these situations, I would rather live and die with him uh, than any of their other players out there. And uh, I think for him, it's just, you know, it's kind of a gut check. It's a, a reputation check type moment. Um, he's had a few of those go either way. You know, he's actually won more in the playoffs than most people give, give him credit for. But when he loses, he loses spectacularly. And this is an opportunity to do that tonight. There's no doubt. Ben Golliver joining us live from the bubble. Sports Illustrated NBA insider. Okay, let, let's get to Milwaukee. Uh, Jimmy Butler, there's a clip of him. Sam Amick had him, uh, was recording him at shoot-around. He's like, look, everybody wants to put Giannis on me, but Giannis is maybe the best help side defender in the league. If you put him on me, he's not going to leave me and leave me open. So it takes away kind of how they do what they do. What does Milwaukee do today against the Miami Heat to try and slow down Jimmy Butler? And that conversation about Giannis needing to switch on to uh, Jimmy Butler, I thought that was a little bit misguided. I mean, to me, their best defensive option late in that game is either going to be Wes Matthews or it's Chris Middleton. I just think that, you know, Jimmy is a, you know, can get under and get by Giannis a little bit uh, more easily than those other two guys. And they're just built a little bit better to handle him. But they need to be showing a lot more help. You can't just let him go one-on-one ISO and get these, you know, clean looks. I think that they do need to be pressuring the ball out of his hands. I respect my Miami secondary options, but I still think like, you know, don't let a Jimmy Butler career night, uh, you know, beat and knock you down. Like, you know, let somebody else do it. To me, the off, uh, the issue for Milwaukee wasn't necessarily, you know, Giannis's defense or their coverage or anything else like that. It was kind of their offense. offense it was yeah. His worst, his worst scoring performance, uh, you know, in a long time in the playoffs, he never looked comfortable late in games. Uh, you know, he's just pressing. He's, he's not really into his rhythm. You know, if it hadn't been for a great shooting night for Chris Middleton, they would have been really up a creek in terms of their overall offense. So they've got to figure that thing out. And 
look, they had an amazing offense all regular season long, and it really hasn't translated that much in the bubble. Um, I'm not sure if it's their shooters. I'm not sure if it's the lack of blood. So, I mean, Giannis himself has been regularly spectacular, but um, the other guys just need to be kind of, uh, you know, supporting him and maybe making him feel more comfortable. I think if you're Milwaukee, you also have to learn how to manage a lot. I just feel so much stress around this group. I think the expectations and the pressure and all those questions about free agency, that kind of stuff, weighs on them. Every time they lose, they really look rattled and shaken um, late in the game and during their post-game press conferences. All these questions about will Coach Bud ever adjust? Is he just going to continue to to go down with the ship? I mean, those are very valid questions at this point. They know it. They've heard those questions, and I think – you know, it's just something to watch. I mean, this could be a situation where these guys, uh, you know, start to bend a little bit under that pressure. I think Kyrie Irving, talent-wise, probably the best offensive point guard in the league. That that's that's me. Like I understand Steph, uh, you know, is a better shooter and a more flamboyant passer. Just to me, I think Kyrie has has all of the weaponry. But I watch Kemba, who did not shoot particularly well last night, and I do not believe is as good a player as Kyrie Irving. But I watched the essentially the game ceiling shot, right? The Lokemba step back and how they react to him and how well the Celtics play. Is it crazy to say that Kemba is not a better player, but he is clearly better for the Celtics in watching them play in the playoffs? No, I think that's I think it's patently obvious, personally. I mean, they've been so much better, so much happier, so much more focused, so much more together this season than last season. It's been night and day. I mean, there, there's no doubt about it. I think Kemba said it himself. You know, he's been in a lot of situations in his career where he hasn't had the, the supporting help. Like if they get down in a game like they did during game two, uh, all the pressure goes to him, and it's not really a, a kind of a team approach to kind of get back into it. And Boston's just rolling right now. I mean, undefeated in the playoffs, Tatum has been playing out of his mind. They've been doing a great job limiting the other team's best players. I mean, MB got his numbers in the first round, but he didn't really have that major series-changing impact. Pascal Siakam's been pretty MIA in the second round. Again, you got to credit Boston's defense to some of that. Uh, but, you know, even, you know, things like Marcus Smart stepping up and hitting those five threes, you know, that's the product to me of a healthy team culture. Like, you don't have role players stepping up, feeling comfortable and empowered, you know, especially if they're not known as shooters, to get on that kind of a role and to keep it going unless everybody likes and trusts each other. And so I, I, I do give a lot of credit to Kemba Walker there. That team was just a mess last year, and uh, you know, everybody remembers the playoff meltdown. Kyrie trying to take on all these defensive responsibilities that he's not qualified for, and you know, taking very wild shot selection and all that stuff. That's just not been the case this year. You know, Brad Stevens has highlighted the differences between this year's Celtics and last year's Celtics, and I think he points to their camaraderie and their trust almost more than anything. Awesome stuff, Ben. Uh, awesome, awesome stuff. Uh, am I crazy to think as much as the Clippers and Lakers? Our favorites, the two teams they're facing are so gassed that these may not be particularly good series leading us into the Western Conference Finals. I think it's the biggest story in the West right now is the the rest advantage for sure because, uh, you know, as you mentioned, Jamal Murray looking exhausted. He's just even thinking about Thursday. I was even wondering, like, if you're Denver, do you consider just going out there, seeing how it goes for the first quarter, and if you get behind, just punt that game and try to save some energy for later in the series? You never get that extra rest day here in the bubble. It's just every other day all the way through. Uh (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Free samples, free shipping, and our 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step and into your home, too. 
Shop Blinds.com now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off at Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Juan Gabriel. Juan Gis. Selena. Selena. Celia Cruz. Azúcar. Carol G. La Bichota. Christina Aguilera. Extina. Just to name a few. We're serving the whole story. From rags to riches. And all the tea in between. I'm Liliana Vasquez. And I'm Joseph Carrillo. And we're the host of Becoming an Icon Season 2. Guess who's back in the house? And we're bringing you even more stories behind the world's biggest stars in Latin music. Certified Latin royalty. Consider us your star sleuths, your chisme besties, digging beneath los mejores éxitos to bring you everything you didn't know about your favorite Latin icons. Hey, you know what, my boo? You're my favorite icon. Aw, Joseph. Listen to Becoming an Icon, part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Nikki Glazer Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glazer Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glazer Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glazer Podcast to start listening. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So, listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. Um, you know, I think that's a, a really tricky coaching challenge. It's something that I would watch, especially if they got down big earlier in that game. I would think about just pulling the plug in and, and kind of saving it for later. And then same deal. I mean, the Lakers are going to have even more rest than the Clippers. They're coming off a really strong first-round series. I mean, it, it kind of seems like we're headed – you know, with these two monoliths, uh, you know, both from Los Angeles heading straight for each other here in the bubble. And we'll see if that's how it plays out. All right, a little Thunderdome. Two-team entry, one-team one team win, uh, one-team exit. Uh, great stuff, Ben. Thanks so much for joining us. Enjoy the bubble, and we appreciate you being our guest on Fox Sports Radio. Oh, my pleasure. Take care. Pleasure is all mine. Um, you know, the greatest wide receiver of all time sides with the Niners quarterback, 
currently over the Cowboys quarterback currently. Jimmy G better than Dak? I think he's right. I'll prove it to you. Next in the Herd. Be sure to catch live editions of the Herd weekdays at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific. On January 19th, 2022 for BBDO and AT&T Radio. Add ID AXWR0975000. Spot title, Fiber Lifestyles Meet the Walkers BAU60. 60-second radio. Gorgeous gaming, stunning streams, unbelievable bandwidth. Welcome to another Lifestyles of Gagillionaires. Meet the AT&T Fiber customers winning at life with hyper gig speeds. Say hello to the Walkers, a family of not one but four gagillionaires, each living up their gagillionaire life at ludicrous internet speed. First up, Anna Walker. She dominates streaming like the matriarch she is. No show ever goes unwatched under her watch. Next episode. Next up, Peter Walker. There's no stopping this dad bod from showing up to his virtual workout sessions. Oh, let's go leg day. And finally, the Walker twins. They may look alike, but couldn't internet more differently. Harry dominates his fellow online gamers while Heather group video chats with friends. Ooh, nice background filter, Jess. Live like a gagillionaire. Get internet that upgrades everything. AT&T Fiber, now with speeds up to 5 gigs. Limited availability in select areas. Speed's not guaranteed. Single device wired speed, max 4.7 gig per second. Visit att.com slash hypergig for details. Doug Gottlieb in for Colin. This is The Herd. Jerry Rice was on uh, 97.5 The Game. He was asked about Dak Prescott and if he had uh, Kyle Shanahan as a head coach as opposed to what he's been working with in Dallas. This was the greatest wide receiver of all time. Jerry Rice had this to say. I think Prescott would have success, but I don't think he would be like Jimmy G. Overall, I think Jimmy G is a better quarterback than Dak. I'm sorry, I just, I'm going to call it. It's just my opinion. That's my opinion. I can be wrong, but I think right now with Jimmy G, he's a better quarterback than Dak Prescott. Now, he's also synonymous with the 49ers, even though he went to the Super Bowl with the with the Raiders, Jerry Rice is most known as a Niner. And, you know, you, you can't, when you're a Niner, it's not like college in terms of our tribal, but you're a Niner. It's not like you're going to credit the Cowboys quarterback for being better than the Niners. But I, I don't think it's a crazy statement. I don't. In fairness to Jimmy G, he's only been a healthy starter for one year, right? One year, because he got hurt the previous year, and the previous year to that, he sat, and then, you know, obviously they were good at the end of the season. I don't know if they got every team's best stuff or people knew what he was doing. The criticism of Jimmy Garoppolo has not been how good he is. It's that he is prone to the big mistake. And in fairness to Dak Prescott, Jimmy Garoppolo didn't make the plays down the stretch. You know, Manuel Sanders is open. It wasn't just that he missed Emmanuel Sanders on what should have been an explosive play and maybe a game-winning play. It's that he massively overthrew him, play which if you underthrow, you're likely to get a P.I. and get the ball down around the one-yard line. So I would, if you told me that Garoppolo didn't play well down the stretch against Kansas City Chiefs in a Super Bowl with the lead, I would agree with you. But what has Dak Prescott done to make you believe that he would perform well down the stretch? Right? If you want to tell me that in a pressure-packed situation like the Super Bowl, he didn't play well, fine. I, I, I saw the Philadelphia Eagles game 
where the Eagles have a bunch of rummies at wide receiver and the Cowboys can't move the football against the Eagles late in the year. Yeah, they had the number one ranked offense based on gross statistics, but go and look at what they actually accomplished. I think Kyle Shanahan's a, a great offensive mind. Of course not. But, like, coaching can only get you so far, and if anything, Kyle Shanahan, if he was coaching Dak Prescott, Dak Prescott would hand the ball off more and throw the football less. How do I know that? Because that's how Kyle Shanahan calls offensive football. He just does. Go back and look at the Cowboys last year. And instead of saying they have the number one ranked offense, look what they did against the actual good teams and look what the Niners did against the good teams. Is there some bias there with Jerry Rice? Sure. But one guy's won a bunch of playoff games. The other one's, what, 1-1? That's how you, that, that does become the end all I got bad news for Kyrie Irving. He lost without playing last night. I'll explain why next. I'm Doug Gottlieb. This is The Hurt. If you love to be remembered as the person who gives the best birthday gifts, I'm here to tell you that 1-800-Flowers.com is your ultimate birthday gifting destination. 1-800-Flowers has thoughtful and artfully created options that are guaranteed to deliver the best birthday surprise. Shop thousands of unique gifts at 1-800-Flowers.com for exclusive offers and great values. To order today, visit 1-800-Flowers.com slash tune in. That's 1-800-Flowers.com slash tune in. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, love at, at First, first listen. listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound... Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Carol G. Juan Gabriel. Christina Aguilera. What do these three have in common? You mean apart from impeccable style, chart-topping canciones, and drama? Facts, yes, all of the above are correct, but most importantly, they're some of the biggest Latin icons in the world. And they're just a few of the game-changing Latin stars we're covering in Becoming an Icon Season 2. Listen to Becoming an Icon on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast to start listening. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host 
host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast.